This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. What's going on, everybody, and welcome to a uh, different, but not something you haven't not heard before, uh, episode of the Dear America podcast. Um, I'm going to consider these next couple episodes kind of like a chronicle type thing. Uh, where am I right now? Well, I just woke up. <laughs> it's about 1030 um, in the morning. Uh, about to be afternoon. I didn't get back to my hotel till about 3.30 uh, last night. Uh, I'm on a church tour, um, and I want to talk to you about that. Uh, you know, one, uh, I'm currently just outside of Nashville, got church tonight, and then I get on a bus, drive through the night to Tulsa, Oklahoma, have an event there, then get back on the bus, have an event in Arkansas, and then head back to Tennessee again. Uh, and I guess I want to talk about and I want to chronicle this experience. And I want to tell you guys just, yeah, just kind of the miraculous things that I saw last night. So many of you know, I have been on this journey call it a spiritual journey, um, call it whatever you want, but I've been on this journey to find, not find God, I, I know God, I'm a Christian, I love God, but to find my purpose moving forward in, in, in all of this stuff. And I, because of who I am, I have access to things that a lot of people don't, and, and that's both good and bad. I've seen you know, unfettered access to some of the biggest churches in America. And just to be blunt, I didn't like what I saw. Many of you know my issues with church, big C church, not the body of Christ, as it were, people within the church, but more so the the, the system that is big C church. And I just have felt like there has to be more to it than all of the lights, all of the this, all of that. And I had some amazing conversations on uh, the bus. Like we're literally on like a, like a, like a rock and roll, like, like a rock band tour bus and just some amazing conversations. And I said, you know, I really just feel like what people are searching for in churches is they're not searching for a production and that's what so many churches have become. So many church services are not church services. They are productions. Six flags over Jesus. They are smoke and mirrors, literally smoke. They pump smoke into the main auditoriums and the main sanctuaries. And it's our services 
They normally have three services on Sunday morning, and there's no opportunity for God to move. Okay, if you're not a Christian listening to this, just hear me out here. This is me being honest with you about issues that I find in churches today. All right, what's going on, everybody? Listen, buy gold and get a free safe to store it in. That's right. On qualifying purchases from Birch Gold Group now through March 31st, they'll ship a free safe directly to your door. All you got to do is text the word Graham. That's G-R-A-H-A-M to 989898 to get a free info kit on how gold and diversifying your portfolio into precious metals can protect your money from the disaster dumpster fire that is the Biden economy. Here's the deal. The Fed keeps raising rates because it's the only tool they have to keep inflation under control, and it's not working. You can't spend your way out of inflation. So you've seen the impact on the stock market. You've seen the impact on your savings. Hedge inflation by owning gold. Whether physical gold and silver in your safe or through an IRA in precious metals where you can hold real gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied customers. Text the word Graham to 989898 right now for your free info kit on gold and to claim the eligibility for your free home safe by March 31st. Again, you owe it to your family. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to your money. Text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 right now. Why do people go to church? And I think that's a question that we really have to ask ourselves. Why do people go to church? Do people go to church because they uh, it's just something they know they're supposed to do? Uh, maybe they were raised that way, and so it's kind of like a check-the-box kind of thing. Make the in-laws happy, make the wife happy, make, you know, whatever. I, I, I don't know. I, why I think people go to church is they're not looking for a production. They're not looking for a movie. They're not looking for a rock concert. And I love those things. Don't get me wrong. I love a good worship service. I really do. But people are not looking for a production. They're looking for an encounter or an introduction to God. That's why they go to church. They go to church because their tank is literally on empty by the end of the week. And actually, Sunday is actually the first day of the week, but we consider it the last day of the week. But nonetheless, people literally are dragging themselves into church because they are out of gas, man. They are dealing with depression, anxiety, marital problems, bills, uh, chronic illnesses of some kinds, deaths in the family. They're dealing with things that we have no understanding, past traumas, etc. But they are dragging themselves into church, not because they want to see a rock concert, not because they want to see super witty things. They're dragging themselves into church because they are desperately seeking an encounter with God. And so anyway, I start talking about all this stuff, and I got to give a, a big uh, thanks to my friend Greg Locke, because um, I've been talking to him a lot about this. And, and you know, and I, I basically said, you know, there's got to be more to it, Greg. There's got to be more to all this stuff. And so he had this major, um, you know, speaking thing lined up, and he basically said, hey, do you want to see what real ministry looks like, you know, not the social media highlight reels, 
You know, in fact, everything that we're doing this week, none of it will end up on social media. None of it. Nobody will ever see any of it. And he's like, but if you want to see it for real, then why don't you get on the bus? And so that's what I did. In fact, I think the title of this episode will be Sometimes You Just Gotta Get on the Bus. And you guys, when you click on it, you'll have no idea what I'm talking about until this point, about six minutes into the episode, when you're like, oh, okay, that's what the title means. And so I did. I hopped on the bus. And so last night we went to our first church in, are you ready for it? New York City. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Philadelphia. Nope, just kidding there. Not, nope. We went to Muncie, Indiana. <laughs> And um, when we got there, we crossed like three or four railroad tracks to get to this church. And why do I say that? Because this church was literally a church that was on the other side of the tracks. When I tell you that we were in a sketchy part of town, that's exactly what I mean. We were in a legit like, okay, head on a swivel. Uh, they tell us when we get there that last night, two blocks down the road, somebody got shot right there just in the street, just two blocks from the church. And this church was a church that was built, right? So it wasn't even a church like you're thinking about. Think about a like a, a barn dominium style like warehouse, right? They built this warehouse. It had seven sliding like garage doors to get into it. And I'm telling you, this place was packed to the brim. Not only was it packed to the brim of people inside this building, there were all of these people outside just trying to peek their head in to listen to the worship that was going on and then eventually listen to the preaching. And when I say that this place was beautiful to me, I mean that. I, 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 first, again, these people that were in there, these were some roughnecks, yo. You hear what I'm saying? Like, not rednecks, no, roughnecks. These were the people that are forgotten by the everyday church, by the big churches. See, so many times I get in trouble because I talk about the big C church, and I realize that there are small churches that do this, that run the soup kitchens, that that have the the people, the, the addicts, the prostitutes, etc. I understand this, and it's amazing God's work they do. But then you've got like the big churches that everybody knows about, and they don't do none of that stuff. And it is rare to see big time situations go into the situations that normally you would not expect it to be. All right, guys, many of you may know this, you may not know this, but I actually have asthma from my time in the wars, the burn pits, et cetera. And so the air being pure, the air being good is a very, very big deal to me. And that's why here in my home, we use Eden Pure thunderstorm air purifier. This is proven oxy technology that quickly destroys viruses, odors, mold, and so much more. With over 300,000 units already sold, you know it works. Smells, 
gone. Cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, whatever aromas, gone. And for those of you who may struggle with lung issues like myself, this is the thing for you. It's what I use. It's what keeps me and my family breathing healthy. So right now you can save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm three pack for your whole home protection. That's right. You get three of them. It goes all through your house in your most visited, most frequented areas. You get three units for under $200. Put one in your basement, your bedroom, your family room, kitchen, whatever. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. That's Eden, E-D-E-N, Pure, P-U-R-E, Deals.com. EdenPureDeals.com and put in the discount code Graham, G-R-A-H-A-M, to save $200. That's EdenPureDeals.com, discount code Graham, and shipping is free. Go now. So we get to this church. I mean, these people are worshiping, right? And I mean, these are people that are, I, and I'm not trying to, this isn't poking fun. This is just me being very matter of fact. These are the people that are forgotten. Like it is very obvious, very quickly that 70% of the people that are in there are under some kind of influence of something, whether it be somebody talking to me as sincere as they can, but they obviously have drank the entire liquor cabinet before they showed up in there people that obviously had drug addictions of some kind, uh, a lot of physical ailments, people riding in on you know their 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 electric uh, wheelchairs, etc like like this was if you if you metaphorically use the church as the church is a is a hospital for sick people. These were sick people that were headed to the infirmary, right? They, they, they were headed to the doctor because they needed help. And it, there's something about seeing people that are truly at their moment where they don't have anything else. They don't have anywhere else to go. They don't have, they, they've tried everything else. They've tried the bottle. They've tried other people. They've tried, uh, you know, some of the ladies in there had tried selling their bodies and then to, to, to find something to fill the void inside of them. And they don't have anything else. And they drag themselves into this barn dominion style building that was nothing but just you know, poles and plywood and sheet metal. That's it. That's all this place was. There was no, there was no smoke machines. There were no, uh, you know, big Titantron screens. There were, there were, it was nothing. Did everything go perfectly? There was, there was no nothing. It was just God being there. And, and then the message that was preached, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about it because I say all this to say this. Oftentimes, we think that we need to be a certain way to be able to reach people, specifically to be able to preach the good news that is God. And I want to draw your attention to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. And I'm just going to read it here, and I'm going to talk to you about this. So this is Paul. Pretty sure this is Paul. Yeah, this is Paul. Um, And chapter 2 starts off like this, and it says, And I... When I came to you, brothers, 
did not come proclaiming to you the testimony of God with lofty speech or wisdom. Okay, so this is Paul. Paul is basically saying, hey, I'm coming here to talk to you, uh, and I'm not the smartest guy in the room. I'm not the best spoken person in the room. I'm not the best looking person in the room, which the crazy part of this is Paul actually, you know, it's been rumored that Paul spoke like 25 languages, uh, wrote uh, up to 14 books in the Bible. You know, if anybody actually was uh, full of wisdom and lofty speech, it was Paul. But, 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 but here is the, this is why he says this. Okay. Moving on. For I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and much trembling. And my speech and my message were not in plausible words of wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power. Okay, what does all this stuff mean? To me, this is a calling out to to people that believe that they're not worthy enough to to speak the good news of the Lord. Churches that believe that they have not uh, made it big enough to be showy and this and flash and uh, a production, etc. This is a calling out to people to say, you do not need all of those things. You do not need to be the most qualified. You do not need to be the best looking. You do not need to have the most money. You do not need to have the most education. You do not have to be the best and most well-spoken person that can perfectly pinpoint little nuggets and take this out and this out and then put it all into a bow and throw it at people. And then they've got these little t-shirts that they can make and wear for the next year. You don't need all of those things. Because what has happened in America, especially in America, is we have put this expectation on churches. We have put these expectations on preachers and evangelists and pastors. We have put these expectations on small group leaders, on people who want to volunteer, on people who want to serve, and people who want to do this and that for the Lord, that you have to be at this level. You have to be here. You have to look like this. You have to know this. You have to memorize this. You have to sound like this. And Paul is very adamant in this when he says all of these things, because when you become dependent on people and their wisdom, Okay, you are no longer looking to the Lord. And at the end of the day, what we need and what people need, people that are on their last leg, man, crawling into a building, they are not looking for the best rock concert. They are not looking for the best light show and they are not really looking for the best pastor to say the right thing. They are looking for God. And I'll put all this into a point here. The best part of this, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, I'm going to read the whole thing and I'm going to go to verse 5 because verse 5 really puts it in a perfect ribbon and a perfect bow. If you're looking for a preacher to save you, you're never going to find them. If you're looking for a person to say exactly the right words at exactly the right time, they're never going to say it. If you're looking for a church that has everything figured out, you're never going to find it. 
If you're looking for a church that's never going to make mistakes, that's never going to happen either. Chapter 2, verse 1 says, And I, when I, came, when I came to you, brothers, did not come proclaiming to you the testimony of God with lofty speech or wisdom. In other words, I'm not coming here to impress you. I'm not coming here to sound like the person that knows the most, that memorizes the Bible back and forth. I'm not coming to you as the person that I can articulate in ways that nobody else can. I can do it better than anyone because I know more and I speak more eloquently than anyone else. Okay, he's getting that out of the way right off the bat. Verse 2, for I decided to know nothing among you. I don't know anything except Jesus Christ was crucified, died, and rose again. That's all I know. Verse 3, And I was with you in weakness and in fear and much trembling. I have weakness too. I have fear in my life, and even standing before you trying to talk right now is making me tremble. I am not this mighty warrior for God that looks like this and Hercules and a gladiator and all of this. I'm none of those things. My speech, verse 4, my speech and my message were not implausible words of wisdom. In other words, Paul was saying, I'm bath I'm stepping over my own two feet here. Like I don't know exactly what to say to you. I don't know the right words to say all the time. But what I do know is in the demonstration of the Spirit and the power of God. That is what you need. That's what he says. And my speech and my message were not implausible words of wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power. Because see, at the end of the day, what is Christianity and what is belief in God? If all it is is words, if all we're doing is listening to a man or a woman, or whoever, if all we're doing is showing up at a building expecting a rock concert and expecting someone to, to give us some feel-good, rah-rah speech that's going to make us feel better about ourselves, but there's no demonstration of the Spirit and of the power of God, then what is there? So why would Paul say all of these things? Paul, literally, walk with Jesus like Paul, right? Like the Paul, Verse 5 says it all. And this is the biggest point that I want to make. Again, realize where we were. The worst of the worst. Dangerous of the dangerous. Helpless of the helpless. Hopeless of the hopeless. We were in the trenches last night. 1 Corinthians 2 verse 5 says it best. Paul has said all of these things leading up to verse 5. So that your faith might not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. I'm going to read it all now to you, and it all is going to come together. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 1 through 5. And I, when I come to you, brothers, did not come proclaiming to you the testimony of God with lofty speech or wisdom. For I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and much trembling. And my speech and my message were not implausible words of wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit 
and of power so that your faith might not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. All right, listen up, everybody. Don't fall for the free phone deals from Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. It's just another trick to lock you into a long-term contract that'll cost you a fortune every single month. Instead, why don't you get a brand new iPhone 12 from Pure Talk for just 12 bucks a month at 0% interest and no contract you can literally leave at any time. Get a new iPhone 5G service and cut your cell phone bill in half. That's why I am a Pure Talk customer, and that's why you should be too. Choose from a variety of unlimited talk and text plans starting at 30 bucks a month with plenty of high-speed data, all backed up by a 100% money-back guarantee. Go to puretalk.com and enter the promo code Graham Allen. That's my full name to save 50% off your first month. An iPhone 12 for 12 bucks a month and save on your monthly bill. All you got to do is go to puretalk.com, promo code Graham Allen. Restrictions apply. See site for details. See, Paul is telling us everything that we need to know. See, at the end of the day, we don't need six flags over Jesus. We don't need a production. We don't need the best speakers. We don't need people that even sometimes can connect points and connect the dots the best way possible. You don't need all of those things. Because if you get to a point in your life where you feel like you need all of those things, well, you're not dependent on God anymore. You're dependent on flawed people and flawed men who can speak well. We have a lot of really, really good motivational speakers that are pastors. But at the end of the day, Paul makes it very clear. You don't need any of those things. You need the good news of the word of God. And that is what people show up to church every day for. That is what people last night on a Tuesday night in the middle of Muncie, Indiana, dragged themselves out of the pits to where they were living. They dragged themselves there not to hear a person or the best rock concert or whatever it is. They dragged themselves there because they needed they needed their faith not to rest in the wisdom of men but in the power of God. And I think that's beautiful. I think there's so much power in that. And I think there's so much in that for us to learn from. We just need God. You don't have to have all the answers. You don't have to be the most qualified. You don't even have to be the best looking or the most gifted. You just have to believe in the power of God and not in the wisdom, in quotation marks, of men. Because eventually, that will run dry. A pastor is only going to be able to have so many good sermons in fact, how many of you right now, seriously, think about it to yourself. Well, you know, his message just wasn't the best today. Oh, his message was great today. I felt like he was talking straight to me. Oh, well, you know, I've kind of heard him talk about that before. So, you know, I won't. Every single one of you have done that. I have done that because we're looking for a person 
and their wisdom and their understanding to lead us to the power of God. And that is not the way that it works. And so Paul is telling us that you don't need all of those things. All you need is God. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. And I think that's absolutely beautiful. I hope that this episode inspired you. I hope that this episode shook something in you. Let me know. Graham at DearAmericaMedia.com. Let me know what you think. I will keep you guys updated. We've got church tonight, and then we are headed through the night to Tulsa, Oklahoma, and I will keep you guys updated on this adventure here. God bless you guys. I love you guys. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Thank you so much for listening. That's all I got for this episode, and I'll see you all again next time.